Praise Jesus, brethren. This is a good evening that the Lord has made. We'll rejoice and be glad in it. As we continue to share in the direction of what, as a church, we were led to by the Lord God Almighty, this evening I'm just going to share a little bit on what kind of lifestyle should we be doing as we do outreach what kind of lifestyle should we live and tonight i'll share just a bit it possibly cannot be exhausted but i'll share just a bit maybe five points or so time allowing us <clears throat> of what the lord expects of us now my name is Rodai Gosangwa. by the grace of god i serve under past under press Bita Walter Ojiambo and Pastor Grace Ojiambo in Crisco City Church. This evening, let us pray even as we start. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you. We bless you, Lord God Almighty. We thank you for what you have in store for us tonight. And as we come together to seek you, albeit virtually Jehovah God, we pray that you will speak to us tonight, O God. Reveal yourself to us, O oh God. Reveal your hidden things to us, O oh God. For there are many things we do not know. We only know but in part. But Father Lord, you promise that you give us the Holy Spirit and he'd lead us into all truth. He'd give us utterance when we go to speak for you and to defend what we believe. Father, you promised that the Holy Spirit would give us utterance. So tonight, my Lord and my Savior, I pray that you give me utterance as I share with your people, Jehovah God, that at least they'll get one or two things for themselves that will help them even as we serve you in these last days, Jehovah God, as we go out to reach your people with your love, oh God, as we go out to touch your people, Father, with your love. I pray, Lord, that you will teach us something tonight that will help us, oh God, and that will increase the harvest for your kingdom, Jehovah God. Father, Lord, may it be about you and not us. May it be about you, my Father. And all glory and honor shall be unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. So, brethren, tonight as we share, one thing we need to recognize, that outreach is warfare. And why do I say this? I'm not saying this to make it sound scary or, or difficult, but the truth is that the enemy will not allow us to enlarge the place of our tents, to reach out to the people who are getting lost and bring them into the kingdom of God without a fight. And so for one who is engaging in outreach, we must be prepared. We must ensure that we are ready for what we are getting into. We must live a life that does not leave room for the enemy to attack or to blaspheme the name of the Lord. Because as we know, when one person comes, cleans out his house and sends out a demon, unless that house is occupied, he'll go around and find no peace and come back with seven worse than himself. And the condition of that person is worse. So as we do outreach, it's important that we understand what's expected of us so that as the people come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, we make sure the house that is cleaned 
is also filled. And when the demon that was driven out goes and comes back, he finds the Holy Ghost enthroned. He finds the person grounded in the word of God. And so this person, this soul, will be spared and will become a disciple and win many more others to the Lord Jesus Christ. But how do we communicate this? It's not just in words. It's even in our lifestyle. There are those who we may never get to speak to for whatever reason, but they observe our lifestyle. There are those we'll speak to, and because of our lifestyle, they may refuse to believe because they don't see Christ in us. So a few things that we need to do even as we go out doing outreach that the name of the Lord may be glorified and that souls may come into the kingdom and we remember that all this ties in seeking the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you so we may have needs we may have financial needs emotional needs marital needs whatever kind of need as we do outreach and seek the kingdom of God these other things shall be added unto us enlarge the place of your tent for the kingdom of God and for yourself as well. Praise God. So number one, as we prepare to do outreach this year, our life needs to be a life that honors God. Let us seek sanctification. Let us seek to please God and do what is right. First Peter chapter 3 verse 15 says, but in your hearts, honor Christ, the Lord, as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for the reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. So yes, we must honor Christ. And how do we honor Christ? We honor Christ by living clean lives, by sanctifying ourselves, by asking God to help us and search our hearts that if there be any iniquity in us, we may be cleansed, that if there be any hidden sin, he'll reveal it to us by his Holy Spirit. And as it's revealed, we repent and put it aside. And as we continuously seek for sanctification and to live holy, the more we will even as an example witness to various people, some without even speaking, but they'll be observing and noticing the change. And also when the enemy wants to attack you, he'll find no grounds to accuse you because you've sanctified yourself. Because many times when you want to reach out to the people of God and preach the word or share the gospel, the accuser of the brethren comes very quickly to accuse you and make you feel guilty and make you not even witness because you're carrying sin within yourself. So number one, let's seek to sanctify ourselves. Let's seek to be holy before God. And we cannot be holy of our own will or effort. It is the righteousness of Jesus Christ that covers us and makes us holy by the blood of Jesus and by his righteousness alone. Number two, we also need to read the word of God. The word cleanses us. The word rebukes us. The word encourages us. We grow by reading the word of God. And the written word of God is his voice. And this is the word we will need even to share with the people out there that we are reaching out to. We will need the word of God, which he has honored and exalted above his own name. God will always honor his word. When you speak his word, the angels move to fulfill it. And so as we do outreach, we must be grounded in the word. And so this year it means we must steadfastly 
seek to read the word of God and seek understanding. Many people have misinterpreted and rushed out and been thoroughly thrashed by the enemy. Like the sons of Screva who tried to do that and the demons beat them up because they went in error. They did not know the word. They did not know the God they were speaking about, the Christ they were trying to speak about and they got badly wounded. So brethren, even for us, we need to know the word of God. We need to understand what the word says that we may be able to share the same. Acts chapter 2 verse 42, it says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Psalm 25 verse 5, Psalm 25 verse 5 says, Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation, and on you do I wait all day. This someone who is seeking to be taught. And we know the Lord speaks through his prophets. He also speaks through his word. Therefore, reading the word of God, you will learn the truth. The Holy Spirit will teach you through the word of God. He'll make it come alive. He'll give you divine revelation and understanding of the word of God as you read. As you wait all day long, like David did, God will teach you and reveal to you the hidden truths. He'll reveal to you the word that you need for each situation and circumstance. The third thing is, as we read the word, as we pray, we need to learn to wait on God and listen for his guidance. We cannot do outreach without God's guidance. In every situation you find yourself, you need revelation from the Holy Spirit on how to proceed and even whom to approach and where to go and how to go about it. It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. That's John chapter 6 verse 63. John chapter 6 verse 63 says, It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. It means that word of God is the spirit that will quicken it, not the flesh. We will not interpret the flesh. That's where people have gone wrong and you teach in error because you're thinking with your physical mind. Like someone shared and said, if Joseph was thinking in the flesh when he saw the dream, when he was told the dream that had been the, the king, the the the, the the Pharaoh had dreamed where he saw the, the, the animals, seven animals, fat ones and thin ones. He would have thought that there would be demonic attack or there would be something else. But because of divine revelation by the Spirit of God, he was able to correctly interpret it as years of good harvest and years of lack, years of no harvest. And thus he was able to save millions of lives. So we need to learn to listen for guidance, to learn to wait on God and have him speak and guide us that we may not go out in error. Let us learn to listen to the Holy Spirit and to obey. Sometimes you have to map, up a, map out a territory and deal with the strongholds and strong men before you can even reach out and attempt to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
You cannot do this without the Holy Spirit and without listening and obeying what he tells you so that you know exactly what you're dealing with. You know what's ahead of you as you go out. Therefore, brethren, this year, let us purpose to learn to tarry in the presence of God, not to be in a hurry to pray and quickly rush out. It's not a shop where you go and pick things and pay and go. Let us learn to spend time in the presence of God, listening for his voice, listening for his guidance. It is not easy because we live in a fast world. Everything is fast, fast food, fast everything. But the Lord is telling us tonight we must learn to be patient, wait in his presence, listen to him. After we speak and ask, we learn to listen, to hear him answer, to hear him speak back to us. He longs for that fellowship. The fourth thing we need as a lifestyle for outreach is to ask God to give us love for the people we share the gospel with. That the Lord may fill us with so much love. That it's the love in us that will compel us. Not to want to see any soul perish and that we'll go out. That when we ask for anything, even if it's material blessings, and indeed the Lord will also bless us in those areas, that our motives will be out of love. That we may be able to help others. That we may be able to serve in the kingdom of God. That we may be able to give to the house of the Lord. That everybody may be taken care of. Let us seek to love the people of God. Let the love of God compel us. John chapter 3 verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. It is the love that God had for us. So much love that he sacrificed his best to save us. What an example. Let the love of God for his people drive us and compel us not to want to see any perish, but to have all men come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, that they may be spared eternal damnation and attain eternal life in Christ Jesus. The book of Hebrews chapter 10 verse 24 to 25 says, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Such fellowship is very important because in this fellowship as you meet together, you encourage one another, you spy each other into good works, you share your experiences and your love is encouraged, it's strengthened. Love for one another in the body of Christ is strengthened. And the love for the ones who are getting lost is even heightened. And you're able to go out in unity and love and seek the souls that are getting lost and call to them to repent and accept the Lord Jesus Christ. And when all is said and done, we need to give all the glory back to God. When we've gone out and preached and the souls have been saved and thousands have come to saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, all glory and honor needs to go back to the Lord. So it means also we have to live a life of worship. 
we have to constantly be in a state of worship, acknowledging that, Father, there is nothing we can do without you. It is all about you. It is you who does this, and you must get the glory when all is said and done. It's you who has done it. It's you who has given us life. It's you who has convinced and convicted the souls. There is nothing like worship to get your mind tuned in, even to hear God. Worship is a powerful weapon for outreach. It's a powerful weapon to break down the chains. It's a powerful weapon to bring the presence of God in the midst of his people for deliverance and salvation. A life of worship makes a big difference. The life of worship is the glue that binds all those other things together. As you read your word, as you're worshiping, the word comes alive. As you ask for sanctification and in a state of worship, the Lord sends his balm. He sends the blood of Jesus and cleanses us from all unrighteousness because he's in his presence, this fullness of joy. We are filled with joy and we serve him with joy. Let us learn to worship. And worship is not just about singing and beautiful voices. Worship is acknowledging that we are nothing apart from God. It's acknowledging that anything we do, whatsoever it is, how small or big, it is God. And giving him that honor, giving him the glory, giving him the praise, acknowledging that he is God and we are his workmanship. Brethren, I would go on and on, but I choose to leave it there. And tonight, we take time to pray and ask God to create in us the right attitude, the right lifestyle, a lifestyle that will attract men to God, a lifestyle that will open communication between us and the heavenlies, a lifestyle that will encourage divine manifestations, that we may hear in the spirit, we may see in the spirit, that we may see the glory of God, even as we serve him. We may see his work. We may see the manifestations of his work in the midst of his people, that we may be the carriers of his love to a hurting world, for the world waits for the manifestation of the children of God. May we start manifesting the glory of God, the power of God. Praise God. Let us pray tonight. And that in everything, as we trust God for deliverances, for blessings, for whatever it is we want to ask God for tonight, that when all is said and done, we shall live a life that attracts men to our God, a life that causes them to want to be born again then we'll have fulfilled our mandate. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you tonight. We bless your name. We pray that God, as we continue to seek you this year, as we continue to avail ourselves for outreach, oh God, that we'll first and foremost seek to live a life that glorifies your name, a life that is submitted to the authority of Jesus Christ, a life that is sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit, 
a life where we take time in your presence and listen and wait on you, Jehovah God, that we will not be in a rush to do things in the flesh, but we will seek you, Lord. We will wait on you, God. We will tarry in your presence. We will read your word, Jehovah God. We will love the people, my Father, we are preaching to. My Father, let it not be an act of flesh, but let it be born out of love for your people, God, the way you loved us and gave your very best for us. Father, Lord, may we love these people because you loved them so much that you gave your only son to die for them, O oh God. They don't deserve to die in sin, but they are waiting for the manifestation of your children, Jehovah God. I stand here tonight to be counted. Father, guide me. Lead me, O oh God. Open the eyes, my eyes of understanding. Open my ears that I may hear you. You, God, you are a spirit, and therefore we need spiritual eyes to hear you. Lord, we know that life is spiritual, and there is nothing that can manifest in the physical before it happens in the spiritual realm. So, Father, we are praying that you transport us to the spiritual realm and prepare us, O oh God, that we may commune with you, that we may get direction, that we may get guidance, my Father, even to prepare the ground before we step in it, King of glory, that your name shall be glorified, that the souls of men and women shall be released from bondage, shall be released where they've been treaded by demonic covens, my Father, they shall be released to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we have your people bound in various bondages. We are praying, oh God, even as we reach out with your word, that they'll also get financial breakthroughs, King of Glory. They'll get, my Father, emotional breakthroughs, oh God. They'll get freedom from sicknesses, my Father. We have the example of Jesus Christ, and as he went out and preached and spoke to the people and taught them your word he also healed them he provided food for them he provided hope for them father lord i'm praying that lord even in our midst oh god before we go to give hope that you may restore hope in our hearts oh god father there are those who are trusting you lord for jobs jehovah god and it occupies their minds and restrains them from going out oh god to serve you and reach the lost souls father tonight we are praying that you grant them jobs my father in the name of jesus that, Lord, they may give to your house and they may be free to serve you, O oh God, without worrying how they'll eat when they go back home, my Father. I'm praying for those whose businesses are struggling. Father, as they reach out with your word to a dying world, Father, you meet them at their point of needs and give them businesses that they cannot even handle. They'll have to partner with other people, my Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I'm praying, oh Father, where our ears have been dulled, maybe because we've been sick, we've been plagued with problem after problem. Lord God Almighty, we are breaking the chains of sickness. We are bre breaking the chains of non-ceasing problems, recurrent problems, my Father, in the name of Jesus. We command them to be broken and to burn to ashes in the name of Jesus, that your people will be freed, even to have time to spend with you, to seek your face, O oh God. Those chains that are holding them in sickness, in confusion, in marital strife, Father, we break them in the name of Jesus Christ. We know that, Father, a sick person will not go out 
and do your work, my Father, whether emotionally, whether spiritually, whether financially. So tonight, my Father, we are breaking the chains of disease from your people. We are breaking the chains of poverty from your people. We are breaking the chains of confusion and depression from your people in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. My God and my Lord, may you teach us how to live the right kind of life, my Father, that even in the blessings you give us, Father, we will not stray away from you. Even in the healings you give us, Father, we will not take the glory. And Father, after you've healed us, Lord, we shall go and pray for others to be healed, my God, and all the glory shall go unto you, my Father. And after you've blessed us with businesses and jobs, Father, we shall give to the work of Christ, O God, and all glory and honor shall be unto you, O God. To you only, Lord, let the glory be, my Father. May we not steal your glory. Father, meet your people tonight at their point of need. Teach them to wait in your presence. Teach us to wait upon you, Lord, until you speak. Until you open our spiritual eyes to see in the spiritual realm and understand what you're doing in these times, my Father, that we are living in, King of glory. Father, Lord, train our eyes to see, train our ears to be patient, to listen. Oh God, our Father, train us to live sanctified lives. Take away lying spirit from our lips, O oh God. Corrupt activities from our environment and sphere, O oh God. Father, immorality, remove it from our midst, O oh God, and sanctify us, O oh Lord, my Father. That God, when we come before your presence, there be no barrier between us and you. And we shall be able to focus, O oh God, on that which you have called us to do. Father, we desire to serve you. We desire to accomplish the purpose for which you've called us, O oh Lord. We know each and every one of us has a calling that is special and unique to themselves. And tonight we are praying, O oh God, that our eyes shall open to see and to understand what the Spirit is saying to us. My Father and my God, we have failed you many times. You have spoken and we have rushed before gaining understanding from your presence and gone and made errors, oh Father, and caused confusion in the kingdom. Father, tonight we are repenting before you and coming back and asking, Lord, teach us to listen, teach us to wait, oh God. Teach us to lean not on our own understanding, oh Father God but to wait on your Holy Spirit to direct us, to lead us, O oh God. We thanking you tonight, my Father, because we know you're faithful, we know you're loving, we know you're going to do abundantly above all we can think or imagine. And even as we obey your word that you meet us at our point of need, as we seek the kingdom of God first, my Father, all these other things shall be added to us. Marriage shall be added to us. Children shall be added unto us. Finances shall be added, Jehovah God. But it shall come because we first and foremost enlarge the place of your tent for the kingdom. That you've enlarged the place of our tent for outreach, O oh God, through outreach, Jehovah God. That, Father, our focus shall be outreach first and foremost, and all these other things shall be added unto us. Father, we thank you and we bless you. We honor you and we magnify your name. We humble ourselves, my Father. May our lives depict the life of Christ. May our actions, O oh God, 
depict the love of Christ. Fill our hearts with love, O oh God, for the dying souls. Fill our hearts with love and for those who hate us and mistreat us, O oh God. May we learn to bless them and love them like you loved them while we were yet sinners. You loved us, O oh God, and you called us and saved us. The same way, Lord, may you fill us with love for those who are dying in the world, those who don't know you, that as we reach out to them, we'll reach out in love and not judgment, oh God. We'll reach out with love and the love will break the yokes around them and allow them to accept Jesus Christ, oh Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jehovah God. We bless you and we adore you as we surrender and continue to wait upon you and continue to lean not on our own understanding. Father, be with us. Be with us, O oh God. Give us that thirst that cannot be quenched to read your word and to seek your face. Father Lord, we thank you. Father Lord, we honor you. We magnify your name. Receive the glory and the honor. Receive the adoration, O King of glory, because of what you're doing, Jehovah God. Because the valleys of dry bones are coming alive, O Father, as you work on our lives, as you change our lives, as you change our narrative, Jehovah God. We are reaching out and going into the world and the valleys of dry bones. We shall prophesy to them and they shall come together and flesh form on them and skin and become a vast army for the kingdom of God. Oh God, my Father. Oh Lord, hear us tonight as we cry unto you. Oh Lord, my God. May you impart upon us, oh God, the desire the fire to go out and reach to the dying world. As you transform our lives, as you change our lives, as you grant us the tools we need for warfare, as you equip us, Jehovah God, to fight the good fight of God with fire and brimstone, with the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. My Father, may we avail ourselves to be taught and trained, O oh God, May we avail ourselves, O oh God. May you raise a remnant army, O oh God, that shall stand to be counted and go out with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Prepare us, my Father. Prepare us and equip us appropriately, Jehovah God. We are willing. We are availing ourselves, O oh God, and surrendering our lifestyle to you, O oh God. May it be worthy of your calling. May it be worthy, O oh Lord. May it be worthy. May it be worthy, O Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.